Hey guys, welcome back to the show, the channel where we help you manage your emotions so you can make the decisions that you want to make, though that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to make certain decisions, just got to get you to a place, a, a psychological home that exists on some higher elevation than you probably are now, some, um, some echelon, some plinth from which you're going to be much more likely to make decisions that are going to be healthy for you. And a lot of this debate that a lot of us do, like, oh, do I make this decision or that decision? Uh, it's most—it's neither here nor there, effectively. It, it effectively is neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, there are some, just some stupid decisions you could make that could ruin your life, but effectively, you're not going to make those decisions, right? There's something called an immoral impossibility or, or a moral impossibility. You know, somebody's not at a certain point, somebody's not going to make a certain decision, right? And it's my job to help you get there, to show you the tools that you need to help you get there. So let's just get right into this because I don't want this video to be too long. I have a suspicion that it may be, is that I often run into this. I've talked about this before and my, um, my bumper sticker saying for this is don't make good decisions, get good at making decisions. A lot of guys, we get to this place where we think, oh, I have to make a certain set of decisions at a certain time, right? The, the, um, the, the fallacy that life is some sort of combination lock. I know I've said that before. Life is some kind of combination lock and you have to get the right decisions in at the right time. And if you miss it, then it's all about calculating and, and all this. And it is a distraction. It is essentially a distraction. Life is not a combination lock. Rather, what you do is you make the best decision you can, given the, uh, the range of decisions you're able to make, right, to go back to the moral impossibility. Given the range of decisions you're able to make, learn the most you can from it, and then move on. It's not about, oh, I got to make one certain decision at a certain time, or there's just some approach I can have to life, some mindset. You know, it's like a, a similar kind of anxiety when especially young kids ask me, Hey Mark, I'm I'm 18. Like, what do I do to to not mess up my life? I think the implication is like I did. Yeah, thanks for that. What do I do to not mess up my life? And like, I'm gonna tell them what to do to not mess up. And I get it, and I appreciate where you're coming from. And I have my life ahead of me. I, I wanna I wanna live it well. What do I do? What's the one thing I do? What's the one thing I can do to set up my life so I don't mess up? It's the same error with bureaucratic thinking or setting up any kind of bureaucracy. And I'm not just criticizing bureaucracies like a government bureaucracy, but, but any kind of poorly run company where the company thinks, okay, this is our mission. We're just doing this. We have this hierarchy, right? We have this hierarchy of decision-making. This is how we stick to it. And there's no uh, veering from this when in truth, you know, you look at a, a company or an organization or any group of people that's well run and you, you set it up so it's it's more organic, right? You have different arms that are in control of each other and there's no one person ultimately, well, there may be one person ultimately in charge that people report to, but you know, it, it, it encourages openness. If, it encur if there's a mistake, which of course there's gonna be a mistake, it encourages people saying, ah, here's a mistake, oh, thank you. Reporting on that mistake is rewarded as opposed to in your bureaucracy and a top-down, you know, pyramid kind of leadership mistakes are typically punished. But that kind of thinking that um, with, with bureaucratic thinking, why it's wrong is we think, okay, there's just one approach and we just have to set the parameters correctly and then this will be a success. 
when of course you know if you've ever been successful in anything that's not how it works how success works is okay i'm going to start doing this listen to the feedback listen to the feedback i get and adjust and it's this constant you know two steps forward of trying one step back of adjusting or ooh that didn't work or let's try this over here and by the time you get to something that you could even call success you're you know probably what what works is way different than you had uh, going in way different than the solution you had going in which is why you can't set up a bureaucracy and say okay this is what we're going to do to for example fix the education system this is going to fix it yet that doesn't work that is a fantasy the way that you fix the education system or any system is you allow for a lot of different kinds of iterations and you allow people to adjust based on the feedback that they get there's no combination lock to fixing just for example education there's no combination lock to living a good life and i think this error is um i also saw this error I think maybe why I'm talking about this. Actually, I don't think that's true. I, I think I'm just trying to shoehorn in this topic so I can put it in the in the title. It's good for SEO, right? I don't know. Uh, I just saw the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is this movie in a sense about, man, what would happen if I made this decision at this point? Uh, it would lead me on a completely different path and my life would end up in a completely different place if I made a different decision at this one point in my life. And on the face of it, that seems true. Like people think, well, whether I decide to get divorced or not, that can have a huge impact and, and can reverberate for generations and can affect people in a bunch of different ways. And so that I, I kind of respond, eh, not really. I mean, you don't really know that. We don't really have evidence to support that. You know, when you look at what people, I mean, just for example, yeah, let's go to the divorce thing. People talk about divorce and how it can affect your children. And look at all these statistics and how it hurts your children and I'm not saying divorce is good. I actually think that people get divorced too quickly rather than work through their issues. I think a lot of, I mean, but there's some marriages where I think, no, you should probably just go your separate ways and it's not necessarily a bad thing. And people, yeah, they think, well, the effect this could have on our children, for example. Well, obviously it's going to negatively affect them. And to that I say, yeah, we don't really know that. In fact, when you look at the way that kids are negatively affected from divorce, it's not the divorce itself. It's the fallout from the divorce. It's the immaturity of their parents, right? It's their mom saying stuff, saying crap about their dad behind their back and vice versa and using the kids against each other and and just not having um, any kind of maturity about it. And so there we see an indication of the maturity that may have led to a premature divorce or a preemptive divorce. Um, but to, to pin it on the divorce itself is that's just a red herring, right? There are other issues there, and you just look at the divorce and oh, look how this negatively affects you know all these outcomes. Yeah, but, but I think that's just a good example of going back to what I said. We think our one particular decision matters, and I don't think it's about that. But but we have this um, view that comes across in multiverse thinking where we think if we make one decision right, our life could have gone in a completely different direction. I would have been a completely different person because that would have led to this decision and this decision. And that's not true. Because what's the one thing that that misses? It has the person making the decision. There, there's a decision being made, right? It, it incorporates that, but it doesn't incorporate the consciousness that makes the decision. 
It's decisions without consciousness. A decision happens. You make a decision and it inevitably affects you in a certain way that leads down a certain path that you don't want to go. The biggest decision of your life is whether you get a divorce or not get a divorce or get married to this person or not get married to this person. And from my perspective, I think that's just more anxiety and playing these what if scenarios that I think a lot of people do, which is why I think they relate with uh, the multiverse scenario in everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, that this isn't a criticism of multiverse metaphysics. Well, I do think that I do think uh, that I have a lot of criticisms about that. If, if you want to learn more, I wrote an article a long time ago um, <laughs> called uh, "Why Stephen Hawking Needs a Wheelchair." <laughs> oh, that's, and I remember. I remember I made a joke in that article. I forgot what it was exactly, but I'm thinking, oh, if I make this joke, I'm going to go to hell. <laughs> and then I made the joke anyway. I had to because it was, it was too funny. But that a lot of that is based on the book, uh, The Logical Leap by David Harriman. So I, I would definitely uh, go check that out. It's a, it's a great criticism of, of, well, in part, postmodernism or modernism, postmodernism, whatever you want to call it, in physics. So... Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once kind of explores this scenario of if you make a decision, right, it goes off on a completely, just one decision, completely different life. Um, which I think is a, I, I mean, just to say quickly what I think about the movie, I, I thought that the, the, the message of the movie was good, but I thought using the multiverse as a plot device, it just t takes you out of it. It's just, it's, it's a, I don't know, it. Because it's not real, and I understand if you're if you have this like chaotic kind of anxiety riddled, perhaps even uh, schizophrenic thinking, um, then I, that could be appealing. So it's kind of a, uh, I'm I'm a little bit worried about how many people are are relating to thinking of their life in that way. Of if I make this one decision, then my life is going to go out completely. You know, it's it's like. I don't know, um, a, a movie about a family coming together. Oh, that's a good theme about family and their issues and working them out. Oh, that's a good theme. Uh, but then the plot device you use to symbolize the family coming together, it's like pliers <laughs> that the dad uses to set up Christmas decorations or to hang Christmas lights. And he used these pliers. And as a family, we come around these plies. It's like, that's just a terrible, what? I mean, I get what you're trying to say, but that's a terrible way of saying it. If you think that the pliers is in any way, yeah, to go back to what I said about schizophrenic thinking, if you think the pliers is anywhere is in any way related to your family uh, and the good times that you have over Christmas, and that's ultimately what matters, I appreciate, appreciate the message and the theme, but that's, like, yeah, that's schizophrenic thinking. I mean, that is just taking out this this concept that has nothing to do with the reality of the situation, essentially. If you want to learn more about schizophrenic thinking, now that we're at it, I know I mentioned this book before, but uh, Madness and Modernism by Sass, S-A-S-S, which weirdly is right next to The Logical Leap on my bookshelf. Uh-oh, that's weird. That That's coincidence, right? Synchronicity, make meaning out of that, if you will. So, to go back to what I'm saying, a lot of guys get sucked up into, I gotta make the right decision. 
Do I make this girl my girlfriend or do I break up with my girlfriend? Right, very common. And if I make the wrong decision, my life is going to end up on some crazy trajectory as indicated in the movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, but what do most guys do? What do most guys do when they make, uh, and most of us in general, it's, I don't want to make, make, make guys like a, a gendered term, like a, like a sex, but what we all do to some degree, I guess guys more often. When we make a decision, what do we do? We hide, right? We either hide our turmoil leading up to a specific decision and any mistake that we see in the decision, we try to hide that. Right? We, we try to make it seem like we have a better life or if we broke up with our girlfriend and we're really hurt inside, we think, oh, that was, that was a good thing. Oh, we call her names like, oh, you bitch. Uh, so it's not the decision, right? It's just like the multiverse thinking in everything, everywhere, all at once. It's not the decision. It's the consciousness you bring to the decision. What do we not do when we... Uh, what, what, what do we not do when, when we make... Um, Decisions, or, or what do we need to be doing more of is, yeah, bring consciousness into it. When you ask yourself, for example, if you want to break up with your girlfriend, can you talk with somebody? Can you learn enough about your psychology so you can realize the issues that you have that may be coming up to influence this decision, perhaps in a negative way, perhaps making you break up with your girlfriend prematurely or staying with her? longer than you really need to for, for both you, your and her development. Um, are you talking about, all, yeah, how your issues play into it? Are you talking about the, the nuances? Are you being honest about it with a group of, preferably a group of people? Are you being honest about it in a way that where you're taking responsibility for what's going on and you see how your issue plays into any hardship that, you, that there is in this decision or just, you know, to, to keep using this example, the relationship that you do have with your girlfriend. Are you able to bring awareness? Are you able to have a consciousness around this decision and not just make the decision? I think that is way more important than any one particular decision you do make. Now, yeah, there are some decisions that I think are probably just bad to make, like doing certain drugs. I mean, you're probably going to be fine doing most drugs, um, but doing fentanyl. Okay, if your decision is to do fentanyl, but I, but even then, I think most people do that on accident. A lot of times, people do that on accident, gets mixed up. If your if your decision is to uh, do fentanyl or mix an anxiolytic with a painkiller with an opiate, or mix an anxiolytic with, with alcohol, okay, that's probably because you could die. Right? Um, if that's the decision you make, but most of our decisions, whether it's to break up with your girlfriend or not, or get divorced or not, it's ultimately not about that decision. It's about the awareness you can bring to it, make the decision, stick with it, and then be honest. Be honest with yourself about any mistakes that were made, any issues that you had going into that decision that you couldn't see until maybe you made the decision. And can you be honest with yourself about that? That's what matters more, right? It, it's, it's the consciousness. It's the consciousness that we bring. It's understanding how emotions work and how our emotions play into the decisions that we make, not simply the decision. Do you stick with your husband and go to America or do you stay in China with your family? 
the decision and everything everywhere all at once and your life is going to end up on some different trajectory no it's going to be essentially the same and you know it's it's funny <laughs> i think it's funny when middle-aged guys get divorced uh and they maybe their kids are growing up and then they end up with another woman and you look at the new woman and it's just maybe there's some difference there but in my mind it just looks exactly like their old wife it's just like the same age and everything like what are you you know what is it what are you really doing it seems like the same life essentially um because of the consciousness right it's the consciousness your awareness that matters right and that's you know so what are we talking about here is losing track of the fundamentals when you lose track of fundamentals in any field you just begin to bicker over silly rules and silly strategies so when, when psychology, when you lose track of the fundamentals, what do you do? You bicker, you maybe just bicker with yourself over, oh, do I make this decision or that decision? And you're just going back and forth and you're never going to learn anything because you've lost track of the fundamentals. Maybe it's not so much about the decision that you make. It's more about the consciousness you bring to it. Right? The same thing in bureaucracy. So let's go back to education. What, what little I know about uh, bureaucracies and education. Um, Okay, so like with No Child Left Behind, I know, what did that emphasize? This is like 20 years ago now, it's probably super dated, I don't know if you guys have even heard about this. But uh, No Child Left Behind, I think it might have been started with Clinton, but Bush signed it into law or something. And a massive failure, everybody admits that it was a failure after 10 years. And why? Because they're so focused on assessment, they're so focused on making sure, quote, no child is left behind, that... By, by getting past certain assessments that they actually, that they fail to uh, to really discern whether a child is learning and growing in the way that they need to, learning the concepts they need to become a fully functional adult, which is what education is about. It's not about passing a test or getting through a certain assessment. And yeah, I think this is a great example because you look at education systems that are run well. There's no testing. <laughs> you don't have to test when you know the fundamentals and you know how to uh, apply them and it's the same thing with oh do I make this decision decision A or B right it's like a like life is a chess match uh, a combination lock whatever the analogy is you, you, you just learn that it, you just don't you're just not approaching it well you're not getting the fundamentals right because the fundamentals right the fundamentals are your emotions and how you handle them and then you realize life is not a combination lock. It's not a chess game. It is a series of steps, one on top of another. Now, the way that I conceive those steps is as, you know, your adult stages of development. You, you work on your issues on a certain stage. Let's say it's separation from your parents. So you put yourself in a situation where those issues are come up, where you're, quote, bothered by those issues, and you manage them. You manage them to the best of your ability. It's never going to be 100%. We're never fully separated from our parents. You know, much to the chagrin of everybody who's ever lived ever. And then you go to the next stage. You manage your issues there. You go to the next stage. You manage your issues there. But, but there's this through line of it all triggers your fundamental emotional issue. It all triggers, triggers a way that you are mismanaging emotions on a fundamental level. And it just presents as different problems. So if you're working through the parent separation, it probably presents as relationship problems. If you're working through, you know, the work or solitude or friends, it presents as, yeah, relationship problems again, but it could present as money problems. But it's the same issue. And the same issue just runs through all these stages that we need 
to become psychologically whole, to, to manage our unconscious emotions and, um, and use them in the best way possible, given our current situation, given what I would say your current stage of adult development or where most of your issues are focused at the moment. Um, and so that's what we can help you with here, right? Both, but both the macro and, and micro, but I think more important than that, just getting really focused on the fundamentals. So when your life feels like a chaotic mess, like everything, everything everywhere all at once felt, I think it was a poor plot device because it just, it, it, it feels chaotic. Um, it wouldn't really feels that way. You can stop and go, oh, it's, it, it, that's how you know you're not focused on the fundamentals. It comes back to what's my emotional issue? How do I manage it? How do I manage it in this situation? And that'll get you through, I mean, pretty much everything here, guys. Um, yeah, so that's what we can help you with here. AnimusEmpire.com slash schedule. We do free consultations if you're interested in hearing more. Um, like and subscribe. You know, talk to your friends about uh, what we talk about here. Contact me, DM me. That works. There's a contact form on the website. And remember that life is not about um, each decision that you make. It's not about the decision that you make. It's about your awareness. It's about your consciousness that you bring to each decision.